We are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Turn to Genesis, the first chapter, beginning with verse 26. And God said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. Now this is God speaking. God said, Let us. Notice, let us. Who's he talking to? Well, if it is, it's the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Let us make man in our image, after our likeness. Let them have dominion. Now, when you go to talk about authority and dominion, sometimes you end up with some people that, you know, saying, well, now, you know, I just don't believe that men have authority. One fellow even made this statement, that, well, you see, this authority business is nothing to it. Man doesn't have authority on the earth. All authority Adam had was to pull weeds. He's just a weed pulled in the garden. Well, you know, if you read the Bible, you'd find out there wasn't any weeds in the garden. Did you realize that? God put Adam out of the garden when the curse came. There wasn't any weeds in that garden when Adam was in there. He couldn't have been a weed puller. There was no curse. Glory to God. Well, God did give dominion. In the very beginning, he said that he gave Adam, when he created Adam, he said he gave him dominion. Now, when I say man, you know, you say this because that's the way it's written in the Bible. Talk about man. It means male and female. Because when you get over in the fifth chapter, you read something there that will actually astound you. If you haven't read it, you need to read it in the fifth chapter there. It says that God, in the, about the second verse, said God named them both Adam. Did you know that God named the woman Adam? <laughs> you know, you get into a lot of things, and, and there's a lot of things been drawn all out of proportion. And they say, well, you know, the man is the head of every woman and all of this, you know, and you can go too far with any truth. If you go back to the Bible and just study what it actually says, the total context of it, you find that the Bible says that Paul said there's no male nor female in Christ. We're all one. God created Adam and he made the woman, took a rib from Adam and made the woman. And the Bible says that God called them both Adam. Now that's good news for you ladies. <laughs> he didn't leave you second class, thank God. Now, the dominion, see, the dominion that he gave to man, uh, the reason I wanted to bring that out is the fact that when he said he gave them dominion, you see, you notice it didn't say he gave Adam dominion, but he said he gave them dominion. It was a corporate thing. And he says he blessed them and said unto them, well, verse 27, so God created man in his own image, the image of God created he him, male and female created he them. God blessed them, said unto them, be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth, subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. So God gave total and complete dominion of the earth to Adam and to the creation there. Now notice this. I want to go back to verse 26. Let us make man in our image. God intended, now listen very carefully to what I'm going to say. God intended to reduplicate himself in kind. That's what he intended to do, and that's exactly what he did. Let us make man in our image 
after our likeness. The original Hebrew, not the Hebrew that's used today, it, it says it a little different, but the original Hebrew, the word likeness meant an exact duplication of kind. So God's intention is to reduplicate himself in kind. Now let me show you the basis for that. Back up a few verses into verse 11 and 12. This is what we call the law of Genesis. God said, Let the earth bring forth grass, herb yielding seed, and fruit tree yielding fruit after his kind, whose seed is in itself upon the earth, and it was so. And the earth brought forth grass, herb yielding seed after his kind, notice, after his kind, and the tree yielding fruit, whose seed was in itself after his kind, and God saw that it was good. Now here's the point. God instigated this law, what we call the law of Genesis, that everything produces after its kind. Everything. Everything produces after its kind. If it doesn't, it's a perversion of some kind. If it doesn't produce after its kind. Now God set this thing into motion here, and he said the seed is in itself. The seed is in the thing that's going to reproduce. Then if God is saying the seed is in itself, and that's what he said right here, the seed is in itself, and everything produces after its kind, then God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. In other words, I'm going to produce this man, and he'll be after my kind. Isn't that right? Can you see that? That's God's intention, to just simply reduplicate himself in kind. And that's essentially what he did. Let us make man in our image, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. You see, man is a threefold being. We could say he's a triune being. He is spirit, soul, and body. God is a spirit, so the spirit of man relates to God. Jesus was the physical manifestation of God upon this earth. So Jesus relates to the physical body because he had the body of a man. He suffered as a man. He walked as a man. He got tired like a man. And he ate like a man. And he did it because he was a man. He was the son of God, but he was a man. He was a man. He had the body of a man. We'll get into that in more detail just a little further on. So man is a spirit. With our spirits, we contact God. Jesus relates to the physical body. He brought healing to the physical man, to the spiritual man, and, and, and all of that. Then the Holy Spirit is spoken of throughout the Bible as guide, as teacher, counselor, consoler, and the soul of man, you see, spirit, soul, and body, the soul of man, from all the studies that I've done, trying to run references and find out what the soul of man is, what actually is the soul of man? Evidently, you just run into a dead end when you start studying that subject just about, because you have to, in the scriptures, discern whether it's talking about soul of an animal or, or what have you. The word's all the same. You have to see how it's used in the scripture to determine what it's talking about. But I'm convinced from all the studying that I did that what the Spirit of God said to me was as close as you'll ever get to it. When I run my, all of my references and exhausted all of the scriptures that I could think of, all else fails, ask the Lord. <laughs> no, you ought to ask him first and save me a lot of trouble. But here's what he said. He said, the soul is the inner link that links the spirit to the body. Isn't that simple? Man is a spirit. He has a soul. He lives in a body. 
the spirit and the body are not the same. The soul is the inner link that links the spirit to the body. Now, I can get some revelation in my spirit. By the Spirit of God, revelation comes to us by our spirit. We contact God with our spirits. But you see, sometimes I get some things running around in my spirit that's not up here, and I can't explain it. I know it, I see it in my spirit, but I can't explain it until it gets transferred to the physical brain by the soul's realm. Will, mind, and emotions is what evidently covers the soul's realm, the will, the mind, and emotion. That is the guidance system. Your will, your mind, and your emotion determines what you do. So it's the guidance system. So when he said, let us make man in our image, man was created a spirit being, he has a soul, he lives in the body. When Adam was created, he was created perfect. There he was, eyes, ears, nose, everything was perfect, but he was dead. There was no life in him until God breathed into him. So let's see the creation of man. Sometimes we've said, and I know maybe you've been guilty of saying it, I've said it many times, well, we're, man was created out of the dust of the ground. No, no, man was not created out of the dust of the ground. Man's body was made out of the dust of the ground, but man wasn't created out of the dust of the ground. Let me show it to you. Skip on down to chapter 2, verse 7. And the Lord God formed man out of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. The Amplified says the spirit of life. Man became a living soul, or essentially a living spirit being with a soul. Now notice something. The Lord God formed man. The word formed there is mold. The Lord God molded man. He took something that already existed. You see, that's not a creative word. Made. Now, you read there where in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. All right, the earth is there. The dust is there. The ground is there. God took something that he had already created and he formed man's body. Now, that's the making, the molding. That is not the creation. And then he breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. Or the Amplified says the spirit. It literally means the spirit of life. Now, spirit in the scripture means wind, breath, air. God took Adam and breathed his spirit life into Adam. Now, there's the creation right there. There's where creation took place in verse 7 of chapter 2. He breathed the spirit life into Adam. Now, I ask you, this life that God breathed into Adam, what kind of life was it? The life of God, wasn't it? It was the God life. It was the life of God. What was it actually? It was the Spirit of God. That's all it was. It was the Spirit of God. So God breathed of his Spirit into Adam's body, and he became a spirit being that had a soul, and he lived in a body. He breathed that spirit life into him. And that spirit was the creation. That is the exact duplication of God's kind. I appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, all of this week, our book offer is book offer number 7504, 7504. It's called Your Spiritual Authority. Now, this is the same book that was called Authority in Three Worlds when it first came out. So if you have the book Authority in Three Worlds, you have this one. But we changed the name to Your Spiritual Authority because we felt it dealt more 
in line with what we talk about in this book, and we have a new cover on it. It's a 180-page paperback for $10 plus $4 postage and handling, total of $14. In this book, we talk about authority and the dominion that God gave mankind. Now, if you don't realize that God has given you authority, you're probably not going to operate in any of that authority. Let me read you some of the titles. Chapter 1 is Man Under Authority. God gave man dominion. Read Genesis chapter 1. In chapter 2, it's in his image. We're created in the image of God and his likeness. And then chapter number 3 is dominion through words. Now, if you don't understand that words is the way that you exercise dominion, you need to get insight into that because God has given us the authority to speak the Word of God after Him to change situations and circumstances. Whosoever shall say to the mountain or mountain of situation, Be thou removed, be cast in the sea, doubt not in his heart, believe what he saith, and will come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Well, when you understand that, it'll help you. Remember, the book offer is 7504. It's called Your Spiritual Authority, 180-page paperback. It's $10 plus $4 postage and handling. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. That's 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Camps Ministries and our listeners in this area.